This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Let's go, let's go, let's go. His name is Gabe Neitzel. My name is Joe Fortenball. This is Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio, and we are presented by Progressive Insurance. The big man is back tomorrow. He is going to have a hell of a story about a golf course, a T-shirt cannon, shots of fireball, and the great state of Florida. I feel not That's probably all the those story things. right there. Yeah, I don't know if all those things necessarily are supposed to go together. Like, right. two of them at different times, certainly. I don't know if all four are supposed to fit together, so I can't wait to hear the story. It's fantastic. He's Gabe Neitzel. I'm Joe Fortenball. Thank you for spending some of your time with us today. It is greatly appreciated, and it will be rewarded because you're about to hear some audio that's going to be a very big story the rest of today and into tomorrow morning because it is absolutely fascinating. Max Crosby elite pass rusher of the Las Vegas Raiders. He has a podcast that's called The Rush, aptly named The Rush. On it appeared Raiders head coach Antonio Pierce this week. Pierce and Crosby talked about a variety of things, but one of them was Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes, whom they shut down and defeated at Arrowhead Stadium on Christmas, leading many of us to believe, myself included, that the Chiefs would not contend for the Super Bowl. Hindsight may have made a bit of a mistake there, a bit of a miscalculation based on that one performance. But I want you to listen to Pierce, the new head coach of the Raiders, and his approach moving forward when it comes to dealing with Mahomes twice a season. We got the Jordan rules, and we, we I'm calling now from now on, as long as I'm here, the Patrick Mahomes rules. So you remember when Jordan was going through it with the Pistons, all those guys in the 80s before he came, Michael Jordan, Air Jordan, the Pistons used to whoop his Anytime he came to the hole, elbows, filling them, love taps. We touched them. We in the head mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. I'm touching you. So I show those guys Jordan getting his whooped. What do you make of that? Like that's Antonio Pierce talking about how they're going to deal with Patrick Mahomes moving forward. That is an old-school defender who is now a head coach talking about how he wants it. Now, it could be tough given the way that the rules are in the NFL, and maybe he shouldn't have said this out loud even though he was feeling comfortable (laughs) being on Max Crosby's podcast because maybe officials also hear this, keep a closer eye on you, but I love it. Like to me, this is how you have to play some of the better quarterbacks, and you know, not to say that you should go after and try to hurt someone, but the NFL is a physical game. The way you beat some of these guys, what's the way that the New York Giants beat Tom Brady twice in the Super Bowl? It's pressure with four, yes, putting sir. Tom Brady under pressure, making him uncomfortable in the pocket. And I understand that Mahomes is more elusive than that. Maybe he gets outside of the pocket, makes some plays. But as long as you're like, hey, if you're going to do that, we're still going to hit you. You better get down or you better run out of bounds because we're here. We're just letting you know we're right here. We're not going anywhere. I love this from Antonio Pierce. Yeah, so do I. Here's the thing. Like, there's the Chiefs, and then the rest of the AFC, like the real contenders, there's like Buffalo, there's Cincinnati, Baltimore, depending on how you see them. Maybe Houston's on the come. Who knows? But you would expect those teams to talk about Mahomes like this. Not the Raiders. Not the afterthought (laughs) in the same division. The teams that he's tormented for so many years – speaking so freely about how they're going to go at him. But this speaks to the rivalry. That's Mm -hmm. what we as fans, and ultimately we're on Sports Talk Radio, but we're fans. We're fans of the sport. This is the stuff we want to hear. I want to hear, if I'm a Raiders fan, that my team hates that team. 
I don't like it when these guys are out there hugging and talking and, and, and showing all the respect for one another. Good sportsmanship, yes. But I want to believe as an Eagles fan, those guys hate the Giants, the Cowboys, and the Commanders. I'd want to believe as a Raiders fan that our team hates the Chiefs. And when Antonio Pierce comes in and speaks like that, that gets a fan base riled up. It also speaks to something more important, mindset. That's going to be the mindset, not just for Mahomes, but that's going to be the mindset in that locker room. And the problem for the Raiders for the longest time, they lacked identity. Who have the Raiders been for the last 20 years, right? They've kind of been an afterthought. They've been a punchline. Uh, they had their fight with Oakland, and then they couldn't get a new stadium, and they moved to Vegas, and they had Gruden, and then Gruden ended up having to step down. It's like at every turn, when you discuss the Raiders, it's always about some sort of problem. It's never about a solution. It's never about a win. It's never about them coming up. It's about why they stay down. This is a head coach that at the very least is going to instill a mindset of toughness in the organization. And if you're on the same page and you're all rowing in the same direction, Gabe, and toughness is going to be at the core ethos of who the Raiders are, <laughs> you're taking steps in the right direction, are you not? It makes so much sense to me why Max Crosby stood up and was as vocal as he was for wanting Antonio Pierce to be the next full-time head coach well said. of the Raiders. Like, this just makes all the sense in the world. Because, yes, he said it on, on Max Crosby's podcast, but Crosby is that aggressive player, and that's what he wants to hear from his head coach. So when he's already getting that and has that great relationship, it makes so much sense why he and others stepped up because he had already started building something over the second half of that season. And maybe it culminated in that Christmas Day victory that you referenced earlier that they start to have a belief like, oh, man, that team just went and won the Super Bowl. Well, we just pretty much physically dominated them. What if we continue to do this? What if we continue to have this mindset through an entire offseason, into training camp, through training camp, and then hit the ground running with this type of mindset, this type of team? It's easy to see why Max Crosby would get eager and want to sign up for more of that. We're talking big picture of these comments. We're taking these comments and we're looking at them as a philosophy, as a mindset. But let, let's actually get into the specifics here. Like... I want you to listen again, Raiders head coach Antonio Pierce on Max Crosby's podcast, The Rush, talking about how the Raiders plan on playing Patrick Mahomes. And I want you to think to yourself as you're hearing this, can something like this actually work? We got the Jordan rules, and we, we, I'm calling now from now on, as long as I'm here, the Patrick Mahomes rules. Mm -hmm. So you remember when Jordan was going through it with the Pistons, all those guys in the 80s before he came, Michael Jordan, Air Jordan, the Pistons used to whoop his Anytime he came to the hole... Elbows, yeah, filling them, yeah. love taps. We touched them. We in the head, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. I'm touching you. Mm -hmm. So I show those guys Jordan getting his whooped. One thing to say it, another thing to do it, another thing to do it and get away with it. Like, is this even a practical approach when it comes to Patrick Mahomes? Again, that's that's the tough part because right. the NFL. The one <laughs> thing the NFL does is they protect their quarterbacks. You want to talk about Jordan rules? Well, no, they've got quarterback rules in the NFL. Tom Brady blows out a knee. Well, guess what? Now we've got a rule change. You can't hit quarterbacks low. Aaron Rodgers dislocates his shoulder. Well, now you can't put the full weight of yourself onto the quarterback as he goes to the ground. That becomes a rule change. Anytime a major quarterback suffers a major injury and it's because of a hit, the NFL 
has a reaction because the quarterbacks are the stars. The quarterbacks are what draw in the revenue. The quarterbacks are what draw in all those eyeballs to these matchups we want to watch every weekend into the fall and into the winter. So the NFL is going to protect their quarterbacks. So it's it's a fine line. You have to find a way to kind of maneuver because if any of this starts to go into late hit territory, that's going to be a negative outcome for you incredibly quick. Uh, we're a couple weeks removed from the Super Bowl. I envision Commissioner Roger Goodell on the beach, Turks and Caicos, St. Bart's, something of that nature, coming across this audio, picking up the phone, shaking his head, telling his wife, the people around him, just just hang on one minute, <laughs> calling the Raiders and saying, look, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, they're good for business. You guys have long been a thorn in the side of the commissioner's office going way back to Pete Rosell and beyond. All right? I don't want any of this. Okay? We want Taylor Swift at the games. We want Taylor Swift happy. Taylor Swift is happy if her boyfriend is winning football games. Her boyfriend is winning football games if Patrick Mahomes is playing well. You, the Raiders, will not be doing anything to upset the apple cart. Capiche? And then if you're the Raiders, classic Al Davis fashion, I mean, it's got to be the double middle... You yeah, know, you yeah, yeah, yeah. You're giving the two finger salute. The without old a stone doubt. cold salute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, because that's what the. But again, that's the type of to, to go back to what you were saying. That's the attitude the Raiders need. The Raiders yes. they need to have this attitude in order to turn it around. You see it all the time about culture change. What Dan Campbell's done in Detroit. What D'Amico Ryan's was able to do down in Houston. You need someone who can change that culture around. And Pierce is applying a mentality he certainly had as a player. I'm sure as a player, he had these ideas and these thoughts about different quarterbacks that he played against in his time, and he's now just applying it today in today's NFL. And again, that's tough to do, given the way the NFL likes to protect their quarterbacks, but I think there is a way you can do of, of instilling that physical that that physical mindset that a lot of teams have gotten through. Look, I think the two most physical defenses all year were the 49ers and Ravens. Yeah. I don't think it was a coincidence that they ended up being the number one seeds in their respective conferences. You find a way to replicate that mindset, and that's what I think he's doing. Unfortunately, he did say it out loud, and he's probably getting <laughs> some scrutiny from that. I love the way, the, the multiple avenues teams can take when hiring a head coach. Like, we saw this movement for a while of the Mike Shanahan coaching tree. There's Kyle Shanahan, there's Sean McVay, there's Mike McDaniel, there's Matt LaFleur, and on and on goes the list. I know I'm leaving some guys out, but on and on goes the list. And then you come down from Mike Shanahan's coaching tree, and it becomes Kyle's coaching tree. Like, D'Amico Ryans is in Houston now, and Sean McVay's coaching tree. And Kevin O'Connell comes from that, and he's in Minnesota now. And on and on down the list. And it's these young, analytic minds that understand offense. They understand how to break the rules of defenses. And they understand how to run a culture. They, they relate to the modern player. And then there's, like, Vrabel and Dan Campbell mm-hmm. and Antonio Pierce. Like, the former players... Like some, if, if you weren't paying much attention, you'd be like, they're true meathead types, right? And I say that with all all due respect and love. Like they come in and it's not about any of that stuff. It's just about toughness. We're going to line up and we're going to beat you up on this play. You might get six yards, but we're going to make you pay for it. And by the end of the fourth quarter, we're going to get into the championship rounds in this fight and we're going to be able to win it on the cards. We're going to be able to put you down because you're going to have had enough. I kind of love the direction these teams can take between whether or not they want to go old school type coach, Campbell, Pierce, or if they want to get one of the new analytic minds. It, it truly, it just comes down to what, what flavor you choose, because Campbell's showing these former players can come in and they can turn around a locker room. 
Oh yeah, because again they 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 relate to the player, but in a different way. Yeah, they're still they're still relating to the player, but they're getting you know talking to them on a level, especially if you know offensive play, defensive line play, in terms of wanting to get physical and bringing some of that back into the NFL. They're still relating to the player. It's just on a different level than the McDaniel's yeah. or the Kevin O'Connell's. Carlin versus Joe is presented by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. He's Gabe Neitzel. I'm Joe Fortenball. There are not enough quarterbacks to fill all the needs around the NFL. So we're going to play quarterback matchmaker next. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, including on TuneIn. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The 2024 NFL Draft on ESPN Radio. Are you ready? Live from the heart of downtown Detroit, Michigan. The Detroit Lions select. It all begins with round one, Thursday, April 25th. The NFL Draft is now officially open. The countdown rolls on. The 2024 NFL Draft on ESPN Radio, ESPN, and on ABC. Oh, sweet, sweet music. He's Gabe Knights, alum Joe Fortinball. Carlin versus Joe. Right here on ESPN Radio, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. We'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Here's the name of the game, NFL Quarterback Matchmaker. We've got six teams that are in some way, shape, or form looking to address the quarterback position. We're going to hold a draft Rotating. I'll go first, Gabe will go second, I'll go third, and so on. The one rule here, once a quarterback is drafted to a team, and these could be free agents, these could be draft prospects, once a quarterback is drafted to a team, they cannot be reused. So once Justin Fields is off the board, you can't go to Justin Fields again. Gabe, you understand the rules? I understand the rules. Okay, that means I explained them at least half decently, hoping everyone driving around understands them as well. Handman, fire away. The Chicago Bears. 
Joe Fordenball on the clock with the Chicago Bears pick. Let's not overthink this one. Caleb Williams, quarterback, USC. Justin Fields has had three years in Chicago. I don't blame him for the fact that it hasn't gone great, but it's time to move on. Bring in Caleb Williams. He's supposed to be a generational prospect. Most importantly, minimum five years, cost-controlled, cost-effective as you continue to build out the rest of the roster. This year, you already have a top-five situation in terms of available salary cap space. Draft him at one. You also have the number nine overall pick. Don't overthink it, Chicago. Caleb Williams, quarterback USC to the Bears. The Washington Commanders. Commanders also looking for a quarterback clearly at number two. If, if Caleb Williams isn't there and everybody wants to connect the dots for him there, to me... I like Jaden Daniels here. I like him more than I like Drake May. And maybe it's because I fell in love with the story that came out uh, as he was making his run for the Heisman Trophy about all the different things, including the VR training he did to try to, you know, develop his skills at a quarterback and and really ended up blossoming because of it because he's watching plays happen at a faster speed than he normally would have to. So now he's playing in a game and everything is slowing down for him. I like the athletic ability. I like the passing ability. If I'm the commanders, I want somebody with all of those skills. I would take Jaden Daniels at number two. All right. So Caleb Williams just went number one of the Bears. Jaden Daniels just went number two to the commanders. Who's next? The Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, so now we're going to start incorporating the teams that aren't at the top of the draft but are looking for a quarterback via free agency and or the draft. Pittsburgh Steelers, I'm going to throw a knuckleball out there. Geno Smith, a trade with the Seattle Seahawks. It won't cost a lot to get Seattle to part ways with Geno Smith. Probably not as much as it'll cost Justin Fields or cost Chicago to part ways with Justin Fields. Geno's played very well the last couple years in Seattle. He's shown that with the right coaching and the right talent around him, he can play at a relatively high level, and he has been to the playoffs. You bring him over, his contract's only about $22 million fully guaranteed. It's cheap, so you can address other positions around the field, and you're probably going to be able to buy yourself a few years here while you try to figure out what's next. Because I believe that if Justin Fields is the answer, you're going to find out in the next year or two that you were wrong with the question. He's not going to be the answer. He just doesn't process the information quick enough, and I think that sets back the organization. But that's just one man's thought. Pick number three to the Pittsburgh Steelers, Geno Smith via trade. Who's next? The Atlanta Falcons. So in this fictitious world where Caleb Williams is going number one of the Bears, that means Justin Fields is expendable, and the Bears would be smart to trade him away. The Falcons make all the sense in the world, and not just because Justin Fields unfollowed the Bears and unfollowed the NFL, but then still somehow decided to follow Bijan Robinson and Kyle Pitts and Drake London. But this is a Falcons team that if they get competent quarterback play, this could be a playoff team. This could be a division winner in the NFC South. All they need is that competent quarterback play. I think Fields has shown that maybe he's not going to be that elite-level talent in the NFL, but certainly he can be a starter. And if you have that type of talent around him and you add in that athletic ability that he has shown and the ability to run for seven to 800 yards in a season, that Falcons offense suddenly becomes incredibly dynamic and becomes the best offense in that division I think it makes all the sense in the world for the Falcons to then go trade for him. So I'm saying the Falcons, Justin Fields at pick number four. I'm not high on Fields, but I think this would be the best situation for him. And if he's, if we're going to unlock Justin Fields, this would be the spot. More on that to come. Who's next, Handman? 
the Las Vegas Raiders. All right, I talked about this yesterday. I'm going to bang this drum for a while. It's time to get aggressive if you're the Raiders. Stop screwing around. You haven't won a playoff game in 21 years. The only team with a longer drought is the Miami Dolphins at 23 years. You are an irrelevant franchise. The only time people talk about you is when you screw something up, when you fire somebody, when you lose a football game. No one talks about the Raiders as the cream of the crop in the division, in the conference, in the league. It's time to get people to take you serious. You got your coach in Antonio Pierce? Go get him a quarterback. I advocate giving it all up to get to number one for Caleb Williams, but in this exercise, he's not available. So get up to number three with the Patriots. (laughs) The old tuck rule, little trade there. I'm sure New England would be thrilled to do business with the Raiders. Go up there, get Drake May. Big arm, big physical quarterback out of UNC. Put him behind that offensive line, and let's begin a new era. Antonio Pierce, Drake May, Las Vegas. It is time to get this thing back on track. It is time to make this a competent product. The Chargers are making moves with Harbaugh. The Broncos are going to make moves at quarterback, and they brought in Sean Payton last year. The Chiefs are the best team in the NFL. You need to play the same level of chess that they're playing. Go get the quarterback. The Raiders take Drake May. Handman, who's next? The New England Patriots. Well, I thought the Patriots would make a lot of sense for Drake May, but he's already gone. He's off the board. I can't take him. I can't do it. So you've gotten some assets from the Raiders in order to trade out of three. means you got to go find somebody else. And somebody else that has kind of fallen off since the playoffs started because this was a big story at the end of the regular season. Russell Wilson isn't going to be in Denver. Interesting. You don't have to trade for him because, well, nobody's going to trade for that contract. He's just going to be released. He's going to be out there. He's already going to have all that guaranteed money. It's not going to cost you all that much. Why not take a flyer if you are the New England Patriots looking to hit that reboot with Russell Wilson? Because he should still have some left in the tank. And I think rebuilding his career in New England would be a great move for him. It'd be a good experiment for their new head coach. Russell Wilson with the Patriots is the direction I think they should go. That would be a fascinating Fascinating development. So NFL quarterback matchmaker to recap. Bears, Caleb Williams. Commanders, Jaden Daniels, quarterback at LSU. Steelers were number three. They trade for Geno Smith from Seattle. Falcons were number four. They acquired Justin Fields from Chicago. Raiders at number five, trade up for Drake May. Patriots at number six, bring in Russell Wilson. He's Gabe Neitzel. I'm Joe Fortenball. This is Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio. Everyone has been waiting for Justin Fields' appearance on the St. Brown Brothers podcast to drop, which is coming later today. It has dropped. Probably should have read that second sentence before I made that (laughs) comment. And you'll hear what Fields has to say after I tell you about this from our friends at Indeed. It right now is the perfect time to gear up and connect to quality candidates. There's no better way to do that than through Indeed, the hiring platform that makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in the same place. Their interview tool helps you schedule and conduct video interviews right from your employer dashboard. Nix the hassle. Start hiring at Indeed.com slash credit. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Draft Caleb Williams or keep current starter Justin Fields. They have given thought to the idea, hey, let's just draft the guy at one, have Justin Fields here, and then they can work it from there. This is 100% what they should do. Allow Caleb Williams to develop. Let's go, let's go. He is Gabe Neitzel. I'm Joe Fortenball. This is Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. We go to the phones. One of our best friends around these parts, old Harry Douglas, co-host of Freddie and Harry, joining us here on the show. Harry, how are you today? I'm doing well, fellas. I've been doing my kids' laundry, making sure their clothes are clean. <laughs> Before I got on with you guys, I was folding the laundry as I'm waiting on another load to get done. So daddy duties, man. Fatherhood, baby. We would like to hear lead from the front, as we say around these parts. <laughs> Harry Douglas leads from the front. All right, we want to open with some audio. Justin Fields recently caused a bit of a stir. He unfollowed the Bears on social media, Instagram to be specific, started following Bijan Robinson, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, all the Atlanta Falcons. We got the answer as to why. He was on the St. Brown Brothers podcast. The episode dropped today. Take a listen to the explanation. Bro, I'm glad we're talking about it because people, why do people take social media so serious? Like, <laughs> but like why, why are you not following follow the Bears? This and that. Like, I still mess with the Bears. This and that. I'm just trying to take a little break. I, I'm following the Bears and the NFL, bro. I'm not just trying to have football on my timeline. Like, mm. I know y'all mess with a girl, EQ, especially you. Just because you don't follow the girl on IG, don't mean you're not messing with them. That's true. Me? That's true. That's facts. That's facts. But you, you follow yeah, Shiana, right? Mm-hmm. But listen, listen, me, yeah, that's, that's, that's my bro. girlfriend, though. That's different. But I'm saying, like, when you're single, it's you really mess with the girls you don't follow more than the girls you follow. You, you know feel saying? me? Oh, like, so you're yeah, saying you mess with the Bears. You're saying you mess with the Bears more now that you don't follow them. Man. Ah, like okay, that. okay. It's, it's something that I don't want to see in my timeline. I'm about to go on vacation. I don't want to see no football. And guess mm-hmm. what? All right. HD, what are we doing? We buying or selling that excuse? Uh, no, I'm not buying it. If you don't want to <laughs> see football on your timeline, just leave your phone home. 
in Atlanta will you have a house? (laughs) 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 You know what I mean? No, seriously, it's like if you don't want to see football, it's humanly impossible to to look at your phone. And and even if you get on any type of social media, even if you unfollow the Bears, you're going to see some type of story about you following Atlanta Falcons, not following the Chicago Bears. So I think my best, the best bet is to not even get on your phone, period, or just delete social media, period, off your phone and just rely on your text messages and your calls from whoever you need to talk to or whoever you need to call. Harry, just, you, just simple as that. It. <laughs> you just teased it there, Harry. We just did quarterback matchmaker here um, where I drafted Justin Fields to the Falcons. Is that the best landing spot for him if the Bears decide to go and, and get Kayla Williams at one? Yeah, I believe so. And there's three things for me that really stick out. Um, you look at the conference in the AFC, excuse me, NFC South. It's very, very different from the uh, AFC North. You have a lot of bona fide quarterbacks on top of defenses that are very physical, want to hit the quarterback and impose their will. You look at the NFC South. It was the weakest division in, in uh, the National Football League this season. On top of, you look at the young talent, right? You, 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 Bijan Robinson, Tyler Ajir, who had 1,000 yards before Bijan got there in his rookie season. You have Cal Pitts. You have Jonu Smith. You have a solid offensive line. You have Drake London. I believe those young core guys could be able to grow together and build something special here in Atlanta where I'm currently are. And then last but not least, home sweet home, right? Where's Justin Fields going to feel more comfortable, more so than he is where he grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, or the outskirts of Atlanta? So I think Atlanta is the perfect situation for him and you you also talking about being able to use his skill set to the best of his abilities uh, Zach Robinson who's now the offensive coordinator here in Atlanta Raheem Morris they understand what Justin Fields brings to the table so they're going to put them put him in the best positions to be successful and get the best out of his play moving forward when I look at the Pittsburgh Steelers and I see a George Pickens and I see a Deontay Johnson based off what I've just seen uh, those guys playing recently and also when they first started those guys can get upset at times right if they're not getting the football if things aren't going their way so I think Justin Fields being paired with the young talent that Atlanta has makes more sense in in my opinion more so than the Pittsburgh Steelers Harry Douglas co-host Freddie and Harry joining us here Carlin versus Joe let's go through a world where someone makes a better offer than Atlanta to land Justin Fields and the Falcons now have to address their quarterback needs possibly through the draft. Could you see them trying to trade up into the top three to get aggressive for one of those guys? Yeah, I could. And I, I love Jaden Daniels. Uh, Jaden Daniels, what he did in the SEC, uh, not just as a passer, passer and being precise in doing so, but also as a runner. He ran for over 1,000 yards this year as well and double-digit touchdowns. So he is a guy that's a explosive, big play ready to happen. And he had some weapons there. So when you look at the Atlanta Falcons, they have weapons. You look at the two previous times where Atlanta drafted a quarterback within the first five picks. It was number one overall, 2001, Michael Vick, franchise changer. It it was 2008, the same year I got drafted. Matt Ryan, number three overall, franchise changer. So that has been the M.O. for the Atlanta Falcons over the last, I should say, 20 years, drafting that franchise quarterback and being able to let him grow with his teammates. I, I don't. I don't uh, I, I don't mind that, but if they even go another route, right? If they go Russell Wilson, if they go Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins fits the bill of what Atlanta wants to do. Let's not forget when he was in Minnesota, or I should say still is in Minnesota until he officially becomes a free agent. Kevin O'Connell came from the Rams. That's the offensive system they run. Well, Zach Robinson and also Raheem Morris came from the Rams. So it's not like Kirk Cousins is not going to be into a system that he's accustomed to running in which he's been running his entire life because he was with Shanahan in Washington. So he would just be able to plug right in. I think the only thing he will have to check is the health situation.
So we opened up with a little bit of audio. Want you to hear some more audio here, Harry. Take a listen to what Antonio Pierce said on Max Crosby's The Rush podcast when they were talking about Patrick Mahomes and having to play him in the division. You got the Jordan rules, and we, we, I'm calling now from now on, as long as I'm here, the Patrick Mahomes rules. Mm-hmm. So you remember when Jordan was going through it with the Pistons, all those guys in the 80s before he came, Michael Jordan, Air Jordan, the Pistons used to whoop his Anytime he came to the hole, elbows, yeah. filling them, yeah. love taps. We touched them. We in the head, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. I'm touching you. Mm-hmm. So I show those guys Jordan getting his whooped. All right, Harry, you're a former player, too, just like Antonio Pierce, the new head coach of the Raiders. Is Antonio on to something here? Well, first, let me say this. I love every bit of it. Yeah. Because yeah. if you hit the head, the body will fall. So for me, <laughs> for the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes is the head, right? He Everything is orchestrated through him. He makes everything go. We see the miraculous things that he's able to do on the football field. We've seen him uh, in overtime lead them to a game-winning touchdown or whatnot to Miko Harbin. So it, when you look at Patrick Mahomes, you try to figure out how can I eliminate him? You're not going to be able to eliminate everything. But if you can consistently hit him, we've seen that with Tom Brady. What did Tom Brady hate? Pressure up the middle. Yep. We also seen it with Aaron Rodgers. When you get pressure on him, things change for him as well. So it's no different from Patrick Mahomes. If you're able to get to him, have quarterback hit, sack the quarterback, change up coverages, make things difficult, be physical with the wide receivers, you have a chance of beating the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, we're talking about in the regular season. Now, it's a different ballgame when you get in the playoffs. Can you sustain that on a playoff run? Now, Antonio Pierce is talking about the regular season because these two teams are in the same division, but we've seen Patrick Mahomes do it at a high level every year since he's been a starter in the National Football League. But if you look at that game in which they played and they won 20-14, it was the physicality and being able to get to Patrick Mahomes that allowed them to win that football game. Harry Douglas, co-host of Freddie and Harry, kind enough to join us here on Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. We keep asking you questions, but that laundry ain't going to fold itself, Harry. No, 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 it's okay. Hey, guys, all my fellas out there, it's okay to be your wife's helpmate. It's okay for you to clean. It's okay for you to do laundry. It's okay for you to do things like that to take some pressure off of her. I'm trying to help you guys. All right, Valentine's Day, some of you guys probably didn't, you know, get any nookie. It's probably because you're not a helpmate around the house. Don't be mad at her. Be mad at yourself. (laughs) Very well done, Harry. Thank you so much. No problem, guys. Didn't see that coming. Absolutely did not see that. I did. He's always got the words of wisdom. He's walking around with so much wisdom that he loves to impart. He is so good at it. He's Gabe Neitzel. I'm Joe Fornball. Carla versus Joe on ESPN Radio. Uh, Harry wants Justin Fields in Atlanta, much like several other people do. Does Justin Fields want to go to the Falcons? His answer, believe it or not, is next. Carla versus Joe on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Draft Caleb Williams or keep current starter Justin Fields. They have given thought to the idea, hey, let's just draft the guy at one, have Justin Fields here, and then they can work it from there. This is 100% what they should do. Allow Caleb Williams to develop. Bit off topic here. I'm a bit burned up. 
Got a tip on a lacrosse game. <laughs> of course I'm, you did. I'm going from app to app. This one specific game is not posted on any of the sites I use. One site I use, the, 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 the details of which will remain unnamed. Uh, I can wager on the Academy Awards, but I can't play this lacrosse game. Not a world I want to live in, Gabe Neitzel. Not a world I want to live in, indeed. They know you're coming for it. They I, knew that was the game you were looking for, and you're hot. Your lacrosse bets are so hot right now that they decided, no, we can't allow Joe Fortinbaugh to come and take any more of our money. They probably got a tip that I was coming for this game, and it's a one game off the board. I'll share it with the people. If anyone can find Colgate over Yale, I think it's like Colgate plus five, something along those lines. Colgate plus the five over Yale is the tip. Where, if anyone, hold on. Is no, that I a big line? I, I don't I don't know. I get tips. I don't know. I don't even pretend to know about this stuff. I just I know people who know it, they tip me off, I share it. I'm pretty sure you can't bet on that because it's a college game in Connecticut and you're in Connecticut. Like we can't bet on UConn here. We can't bet on because you can't bet what? on the colleges in your state. Yeah. You gotta be kidding me with I that. Didn't know that. I <laughs> see, no one told me this when they relocated me from Las Vegas. I came from a lawless town where I could do anything I wanted, any time, day or night. Nothing was ever off limits in Las Vegas. I come to Connecticut, you got rules everywhere. Yeah, you guys follow the to... speed limit. Got to put your seatbelt on. So what do I got to do? I got to drive out of the state to make this wager. Yep. I, what, what, what's the closest state? Is it Massachusetts? I got to go north. Yep. What is that? Thirty minutes. It's like forty-five. Not too bad. Damn it. What, you what's this? gave out what? uh, the Creighton pick yesterday. I wanted to hammer it, but like, come on. Oh, that's right. Because of UConn. Because of UConn. Well, yeah, I was using. Okay. We're not going to get into details. <laughs> we know. I mean, that doesn't Unbelievable. That's why I can't make that wager. All right. I got. Well, now you got to make phone calls. Now, you gotta, now we got to tap into the network is what we got to do. Now I regret saying this out loud. People are going to hit that game. The line's going to, whatever. This is, we'll deal with this some other time. <laughs> Gabe Neitzel, Joe Fortenball, Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Justin Fields, quarterback of the Chicago Bears. By now, you're probably up to date on some of the story. Earlier this week, he unfollows the Bears and the NFL from Instagram. Ooh, what does it mean? He then follows uh, Drake London, Bijan Robinson, Kyle Pitts, skill players of the Atlanta Falcons. Ooh, part two. What does that mean? Right? We're sorting through all of it. So recently, he went on the St. Brown Brothers podcast. The wide receiver brothers, uh, Amon Ra St. Brown of the Detroit Lions, Equinemius St. Brown of the Chicago Bears. Brothers, wide receivers in the NFL, they have a podcast together. Those are all the details. Fields talked about why he unfollowed those teams. He also talked about, and we just got this audio, the possibility of playing for the Atlanta Falcons. Take a listen. Atlanta would be tough. The only con of going back home is just people hitting my phone crazy. Yeah. You know, wanting tickets to the game. But, I mean, I think think they got a lot of playmakers on the team. And, um, of course, Bijan. They got my boy Kyle. And then, of course, Drake. Two, um, they probably need one more receiver, but um, they definitely got some guys over there. This is an interesting dude. I'm going to start with that. He unfollowed the Bears and the NFL because he's about to go on vacation and he doesn't want his feed taken up with news. So just, you know, turn off the apps. Yes. And then on the other hand, he doesn't want to go to the Falcons because he's from there and too many people are going to hit him up for tickets. That's an interesting character right there. Yeah, that's the only con, he says. Well, the only con is really this, of of my phone just blowing up all the time. Man, you could have somebody else handle that. Isn't that what having a team of agents is for, is to handle all the requests that are coming in for potential tickets? What's the point of having money if everyone can still get at you? The money is supposed to solve the problems. 
you just use the money to get rid of all these people. Yeah, not not fun. like in a hitman sort of way. <laughs> I want to be very clear about that. If someone's driving around like, is he is he advocating for assassinations? No, none of that no. stuff. Please, it's just you know, and and it also seems like Fields is way too attached to his phone. Does it not? It, seems it like all seems of his that problems way. are phone problems. Well, yes, because he can't shut off Instagram <laughs> right. and he can't like. Also, like if you don't really want to text someone back. You don't have to, but it seems like, well, no, all these people are hitting up my phone. I got to see what I can do, which again, it's a nice quality to have to try to be nice and hook up your buddies with tickets, but you also just don't have to respond to them. He could be OCD. I'm OCD. I cannot let unread text messages go for very long. My wife is all over me about this. Unread email, unread text messages. I'm responding to everything because I need to clear it because if I don't clear it, it's just in the back of my mind that there's this one text, this one text that's just sitting there. I, I, Obviously, I need to seek help for something like that, but I can relate to him if that is his problem because I very much suffer from that. Well, I mean, you don't have to respond to it, right? I, mean, I know I have it, to. I have to. If you to. read it, though, the, the notification goes away. It's but, like it's not even there anymore. But then, yeah, but then I have to respond too. Okay. Because then it's like this whole, like, now I have to see, that's why I leave it unread for a few moments because if I read it and say I'll come back to it, then the possibility exists. I'll forget about it. And then that's going to cause a whole problem. Hey, man, I reached out. I never heard from you. Oh, I get it. Now that you're at ESPN, you're too big for us. And it's like, no, it's not at all that. I don't know why you would think that. I don't even go out. I do nothing. I don't know what makes anyone think that. But, like, I have to deal with that now. Like, these are the layers to the life that's Joe Formal. <laughs> this is not where I was trying to go with the problems I have trying to bet lacrosse and then also the OCD component. But I guess we're in a therapy session here. Welcome to the show, Gabe Neitzel. Yeah, I'm trying to do what I can help. I can I can pivot back to you're Justin You're trying to Fields get the here. hell out of here is what yeah. you're trying to do. <laughs> I don't blame you at all. Go ahead what's, and pivot back to Fields. What, what's interesting, though, about Fields and him giving all this information and having issues with social media, that initially everybody thought that social media would be the way to oh man this is how you connect with players you know you can follow them get information and mostly all of the information on Fields' Instagram or ex-players Twitter account unless it happens to be a KD Burner account is all <laughs> boring information right like it's all pretty boring and maybe it's advertising so now really the insight that we get are all these different player podcasts interesting thing that Antonio Pierce said well he said it on his players podcast Matt Crosby has one interesting thing that Justin Fields said well he goes on his teammates podcast with Equinemia St. Brown hosting the St. Brown's Brothers podcast the Kelsey Brothers have a podcast that everybody loved to listen to all the different things that were happening on the New Heights podcast this year. It turns out now that podcasts are actually, not social media, the way we get more of an insight into these players. I First off, I completely blanked with where I wanted to go there. That was a really good point. <laughs> and then I was looking down at something I had to read, and then I thought, okay, here's the question I wanted to ask you. Fields is obviously with the Bears right now. They could choose to to hold fast. They're going to keep Fields. They're going to trade the pick. Fine. That's option one. Option two, the Steelers could be in play. Option three, the Falcons are in play. Those are the three destinations we talk about the most. The Bears, the Steelers, the Falcons. I'll give you those three versus the field. What ends up happening with Justin Fields? Justin Fields versus the field, essentially. What would you do? Would you take one of those three, or do you think there's someone else looming? I would take one of those three. Okay, it just makes way too much sense for one of those three teams. And and I, honestly, if you just gave me Steel, Steelers Falcons, I think I would take those two versus the rest of the field as well. Really, you don't it even just, need the Bears. I don't think even they're need just the done. Bears. I think they're just done. And and I know Fields wants this to be done. I mean, he said that in, in one of the many quotes we've heard today of man, I just want this thing to be over. But I mean, for the Bears, you can you could even realistically hold on to Justin Fields to try to get the best offer until day two of the draft. You're not getting the first round 
pick for Justin Fields at this point. It's just not. I mean, he's too long in this contract. You, you know, somebody's going to have to pay him relatively soon. Nobody's going to give up a first round pick for somebody this far along in their rookie deal already. So you could hold on to him in hopes that you get a second or third round pick on day two. So this could still even drag on for another two months. Man, next week is going to be so wild. I don't know if the Bears made a good decision letting everyone know that, like, hey, we're going to have it all kind of figured out by next week. Like, they put a date on it. Next week is obviously the scouting combine in Indianapolis. So they're going to go to Indianapolis. They're going to get to meet with Caleb Williams. They're going to get to talk to him. They're going to talk to all these other teams. But the thing is, if they don't have a resolution at that point, of which they will not, there's going to be too many teams bidding on that pick if they're putting it up for grabs. They're not going to have it resolved. Everyone's going to be all over them. Everyone's going to be saying, you said you were going to have this figured out by now, and you don't. What does that mean? Are you incompetent? Do you not know what you're doing? Like, they've opened themselves up to a world of criticism, don't you think? Well, I mean, are they incompetent? Yes. Do they know what they're doing? No. It's coming I mean, from a Packers seen? fan. Yeah. Coming from a Packers fan. I want to be very clear. I mean, have you seen the way they... I mean, they thought this was yeah, the year. Yeah. They thought this was the year they were going to unseat the Packers. And obviously, that went a little bit of a different way if you're a Chicago fan. But, I mean, no, putting a self-imposed deadline on yourself, like, that does no, that does no one any that. good. They, they should have said that. Because we're all, we're all going to be just champing at the bit next week. Just sitting here waiting for them to announce it. And they're not going to have an answer. They have too many teams they have to talk to. If, uh, the only way we'll know is if they sit down with Williams and they're like, eh, Fields is the guy. But, like, what, one meeting with Williams next week, you're going to decide he's not the guy? People are going to go nuts. Yeah, that's exactly. Oh, it's going to be so good. And holding on to either one of the assets, whether we're talking about the number one pick or Justin Fields, for as long as you can, that's the way to do it to get the most value. Fields' comments not the only ones making headlines today. That's next. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, including on the iHeartRadio app. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. 